Blog Talk Radio.
totally the incomparable, the ineffable, the and insufferable. Enzo Canalini, Maestro. Enzo. How are you today, my friend, Tommaso? As we say, as we say in Italy, come That means, uh, hey, how you doing? Means how you doing? How you doing? You say, how you doing? I say, come It's very nice. How are you? It's a lovely day here. I'm in. Uh, I'm uh, in it's a little cloudy place. here. Where are you? We you're in. Oh, of course well, you're in. We're in a place up in the Portland, Maine. It's nice to hear every day, even when it's yes. raining. The sun is out. Yeah. So come up and spend your money to lower my property taxes. <laughs> well, that's very important. Out, oh, come along. You don't <laughs> even have to pay the toll. Just tell them you're a friend of mine, and you just come up the road, and they let you go. You know, the, the, you the, a uh, just a little north of Portland is the Frost Eve capital of the world. <laughs> you, you've seen those signs, haven't you? Yeah, and I, I looked it up on my map. I'm figuring, where yeah. is Frost Eve, USA? But you have them. Maybe the people from oh. the rest of the world know what a Frost Eve is. Than, they grow better than potatoes in Maine, the Frost I Eve. I mean, is that something you do after you get a bad frap at McDonald's? And well, I should use the word frap. <laughs> No, it's much better at McDonald's. It, it does as much damage, but it's, it's easier. It's a bad smoothie. Yeah. After you've had a bad smoothie, you frost yeah. Wow. So yeah, what's new in, yeah, in Beantown at the Opera House? I mean, I heard that you have a kind of a sad story today. No, I don't. <laughs> Do I have no, a sad that's... story? No. I forget. Oh. Which song should remind me of a sad story? I was only like 10 years old. Yeah, I was living in right. Roma. Yeah. Hello? I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. You broke my We're adjusting the volumes. You can tell your sad uh, story. Oh, well, I was it's not so sad now. I'm laughing, but uh, I was only 10 <laughs> years old. Yeah. I met this little signorina. Oh. <laughs> She was beautiful. She had the lovely curls that came down, covered her face, and covered the big scar she had on one side. She was beautiful. She was tall. She must be three foot six. She had a big wad on her nose. She was wild and black, had a black bandana on her head. She was the prettiest girl I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, how I longed to talk to her. I could not because I was I was too shy. And she left me. And I never saw her again. When I come to America 20 years later, I was getting off the boat. There she was, standing in the underdog. The same mascara, the same awards on her nose. But now, of course, she had grown a mustache, so I barely recognized her. And we were finally reunited after all that time. And every time I looked at her, I said, my goodness, I don't know why I ever liked you at all. All this time I've been pining away for you, and I don't even like you that much. So I never saw her again, but I was never sad about it. But that was my story. 20 years of longing, longing just to take her hand. 
kisser on the cheek. All for nothing, because I didn't like her that much. But you know, when you're young, and I think I had a cold or something, I felt bad, and that's my story. It was sad. <laughs> now I well, don't get... Okay, I'm a no, no, it's a very, I'm, I'm a stunning I am, <laughs> <laughs> You don't, you don't have any more. <laughs> uh, uh, well, give, give yourself a big round of applause for that one. Well, it's, you know, something to applaud. The applauding was good that I knew. It. Thank you, thank you. Wonderful. Talk about improvisation. And so that was the the ultimate improvisation. That was... There was no improvisation. That was the truth. <laughs> anyway, we had a bigger time well, here, let's, this week. Let's, yeah. Well, let's let's oh. pick up let's pick up the um, let's pick up the uh, the rhythm a little bit and and get kids in a good mood and everybody in a good mood. And we'll do a little uh, little Louis well, Prima. Hey, Louis Prima. Go ahead. Buonasera, Buonasera. It is time to say goodnight to Napoli. Though it's hard for us to whisper, Buonasera. Everybody get ready. In the morning, will go walking. Where the mountains of the sun come into sight And by the little jewelry shop we'll stop and linger While I buy a wedding ring for your finger In the meantime let me tell you that I love you Bonacera, senorina, kiss me goodnight Here we go Bonacera, senorina Kiss me goodnight, but we'll let do that to the bad boy, the money boy, but do the bad boy, the boy, the boy, the boy, It is time to say goodnight to Napoli. So it's time for us to whisper, Bonacera, with that old Lunabob, the Mediterranean Sea. Ooh, in the modern Senorino, we'll go walking. Where the mountains of the sun come into sight. And by the little jewelry shop, we'll stop and leave while I buy a wedding ring for your finger. Kiss me good night. Kiss me good night.
Wow. Wow, that's the idea. We bring Louis Prima right into the studio, complete with this band, and he's crazy, crazy man. He's a, he's a, a wonderful man. We never had him back in uh, the old country. He was, uh, he was, uh, but he was a very famous uh, in America, of course, uh, in Las Vegas, you know, Hollywood, and all those places. And it's a big band. And uh, his wife, his wife, uh, uh, I can't remember her name. Gilly Smith. Kiwi Smith, that's right. And he was jumping all over the place, and Kiwi Smith would sing with him, and she'd be straight <laughs> as an arrow, like a board. She wouldn't look one way or the other or move. So Louis is just saying, jumping up and jumping down. He's running all over the stage, and this Kiwi just sits there with this deadpan look on her face. It was a, quite a team. I enjoyed it. The beginning of very popular again, and neither one of them were around, I don't think. Anyway. Well, you know, well, you have, it's, what are uh, we having on the show today? Are we going to be well today? We uh, we're going. It's just it's, uh, I don't know. We may have a couple of guests show up in a little while, but for right now, don't forget the call in number is three four seven nine nine six three nine zero three, and we'd love to hear from the kids and adults and anyone, anyone, anyone. Call us, <laughs> Louis Prima. Call us. But listen, you know. Uh, Louis and Louis and Keeley were one thing, but Bucky and Betty are a totally zany couple. And this is a great little story about uh, poor Bucky got into a little accident when he was racing. I shouldn't say little; it was a major accident. And uh, Betty mm. has to take him to the uh, the hospital. Should we go down and uh, listen to the to Bucky? Oh, and Betty? I love you, know, though Bucky and Betty are my two favorite people. Uh, okay, here we go. Hey, boys and girls, it's Saturday in Beantown. And you know what Saturday means? That's right, it's race day. This could be a big day for Bucky. Let's listen in and see what happens. Well, Ben, look at this. It's a heck of a day for, for a race. What do you think? Oh, I'm, I, I tell you, this is a perfect day. You know, he's, and the Bucky boy, he's doing good. Look at this. It's a lap oh, 252. Wow. We only got three laps to go. Hey, look at this. He's, he's doing real good. He's yeah, keeping yeah. his pace. You know, and, and you understand what's going on, do you? Well, not really. I just see him go round and round, and Bucky's doing, Bucky seems to be doing really good. What, well, that, being in front like that, that's a good sign. Well, no, no, he's not really in front, Betty. That's just because he looks like he's in front because Rex is... Hey, Ann, you're not on the phone or anything, are you? <laughs> 